You are now listening to Tongues Taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website to listen to more messages like this one and subscribe to our newsletter at BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Good afternoon. afternoon. I want to welcome you all to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. Praise be to Yahweh and Yahshua in the highest. Amen. Amen. On this holy Sabbath, this holy Pentecost day. 50 days. 50 days, Christ stayed with the disciples for 40 days, and he said to them, he said, do not leave until you receive the Holy Spirit, until you receive the Holy Spirit. And it's extremely important that you understand that the Spirit comes to those who truly and generally seek God in Christ, that seek him in love and spirit and in truth, that's ready to Commit to him in a marriage, a marriage of love. Amen? It doesn't go to people who don't commit completely and fully. Okay? It just, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. So, I want you to remember this, this whole message. Yahweh isn't the author of confusion at all. He is not the author of confusion, but of peace and a sound mind. Satan is the father of all confusion. Of all confusion. If if someone's confused about the truth, okay, Satan's involved. Amen. If someone doesn't understand the truth, God blocked their ears or Satan's involved. Okay. Confusion's a real thing and it's a sad thing. It really is. Let's get right into this. Our message today is tongues. Tongues. The Pentecost tongue. Pentecost means 50. Symbolic of the Holy Spirit that was given. We're going to get into a lot of stuff today. A lot of stuff today. I may even lose some people, okay? <laughs> but we're going to get into a lot of stuff today, okay? Because this is a very touchy subject. Tongues. It's extremely touchy. Extremely touchy. And um, it is what it is. But the truth will set you free, amen? Will set you free. So let's go to Mark 13. Mark 13. We're going to speak on tongues here. It's, it's actually very simple. It's actually very, very simple to understand this. It really is. When, when the Holy Spirit removes confusion, when he removes it, okay? Because people think that in order to have the Holy Spirit, you must jabber. You must um, talk in an unknown language. The truth behind all that we're going to expose today. Okay, we're going to expose it today, heavily and truthfully, from the mouth of God, from his Holy Spirit. So Mark 13, 9, Christ speaking, he's talking to them concerning his return at the seventh trump, and right before his return at the seventh trump, which is when Antichrist is here, at the sixth trump, six seal, six vial. So um, Mark 13, 9, if you have it, say glory to God. But take heed to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to counsel, and in a and in the synagogues you shall be beaten. This word beaten is browbeaten. Browbeaten, meaning not beaten physically, but beaten with questions. Like, why won't you serve God? Why won't you serve Jesus Christ? He's the fake Christ. He's not the true Christ. That's why Satan's going to have his people, and Satan himself will browbeat you. To try to convince you 
that he is Jesus Christ at the sixth trump. And you shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. And the gospel must first be published among all nations. Who was he speaking to? This is a private conversation. He's speaking to his apostles. But he's speaking to his apostles about this final generation and his elect in this final generation. I want you to understand that. Ten again. And the gospel must first be published among all nations. Well, how do you do that? Okay. Today, we can just, we hit a button, bang, and our message is going to go all over the world. Just like that. With a button. Praise God. But when they did it, they had to travel to do it. Okay? When the Holy Spirit speaks through God's elect in this final generation, when they're delivered up before the synagogue of Satan. Okay? Because they know he's a fake. They know he who comes first is a fake. They know he's not the true Christ. They will not. They will not be added to Satan's fold. But they will disrupt Satan's fold. God's elect are disruptors. They're bruisers. Chittim. In the, in the um, Hebrew tongue. Understand that. Understand who we're speaking of. Because there's only a certain type of person or peoples. Who can be delivered up. And have the Holy Spirit speak through them. Every, this will not happen to everyone. Amen. First criteria, you must know the truth. Second criteria, you must have the Holy Spirit. 11. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what ye shall speak, neither do ye premeditate, but whatsoever ye shall be given you in that hour, the hour of temptations, Revelation 17, 8 through um, about 12, speaks of that. But whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye, for it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Spirit. It's not Holy Ghost. That's a bad translation. It is Holy Spirit. Holy Numa, which means spirit. Now, you gotta you must understand this. Okay? The hour of temptation is when Satan will be here as Jesus Christ's name is Antichrist, and he will tempt the whole world. The whole world. And he will make them believe that he is Jesus Christ. And all those who worship him will sit in the millennium. Okay? If you're in the millennium sitting, that means you got one foot into the lake. Okay? That's what that means. You have one foot into the lake. And you have one foot out of the lake. That means it's your decision. Amen? It's your decision. It literally is. Twelve. Let me go back real quick. So, so we just so so we just learned, literally learned, who will be delivered up, who will be speaking. Those who have the Holy Spirit, God's elect, those who know this truth, those with the seal of God. In their spirit and in their forehead. Amen. No one else. Twelve. Now brother shall betray brother to death. Listen now. In this final generation. Brother will betray brother to death. Satan is death. That's just his name. Okay. That's his name. But think about this for a second. If 
your brother or your sister knew that Satan was Satan, why would they deliver you to him? They don't know. They do not know. And because they don't know, they think he is Christ. And they think they're doing a service to God. Now, brother shall betray brother to death, which is Satan, and the father, the son, and the children shall rise up against their parents, what's new under the son, and shall cause them to be put to death. To who? Death. Another name for Satan. Death. Somebody got to deliver you up, right? Might as well be your own family, right? And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. You will be hated. I'll tell you this right now. The hate started for me a long time ago, okay? You will be hated, and that's the truth. So the speaking of tongues takes place only when Antichrist is here at the six trump, six seal, six vile. So you can cancel all the other stuff out with these churches and, and they get the music going and they get people all riled up. Dum, 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 and they get them all riled up and they begin to speak in tongues and stuff like that. You can cancel that out. The word of God doesn't lie. It's true. Amen. It does not lie. This cannot happen. This cannot happen. Until Antichrist is here on earth. Amen. Get that and understand that. Get that and understand that. Cannot happen to the sixth trump, sixth seal, sixth vial. Right before the seventh trump, seventh seal, seventh vial. The return of the true Christ. And the people that will be speaking in those beautiful tongues will be Yahweh's elect. And only his elect will speak by Yahweh's Holy Spirit. Not by their own words. Because if they speak their own words, they're committing the unforgivable sin. That's why Christ would say, don't take heed to what you're going to say. Don't think about it. Don't premeditate anything. For God's going to give you the words because your words don't matter. Amen? And God knows exactly what to say. Now let's go to Acts 2. Let's get right to the meat of this. Acts chapter 2. So you learn who, one W, who's going to speak, right? You learned another W when it's going to happen, right? You learned another W why it's going to happen, right? And you learned another one where it's going to happen, right? So when you got all four W's, you taught in the subject, right? That's what I teach you in school, right? You taught on the subject. And I ain't done yet. You're going to get more than that. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Again, now we know Christ stayed 40 days after his resurrection and told them to stay. An extra 10 days before they leave Jerusalem. Before they leave Jerusalem. Amen. He told them to receive the spirit. But you must wait until the 50th day to receive it. And the 50th day was Pentecost. And on Pentecost, you had everyone from all over the world coming into Jerusalem. Just like it was Passover. It was a high Sabbath. People from all over the world flocked to Jerusalem for a holy high Sabbath from all over the world. So you have everyone um, in person, every nation, every creed, every tongue. And mind you, mind you, back then, especially in Jerusalem, Judea, okay, you could walk five blocks and you get a different language, okay? We're so blessed that we live in this country where 
the main language, the predominant language is English. Okay? But if you go take a left onto Park Street, it's still English. Okay? But you got to speak Spanish. Okay? If you go to New Mexico, it's still English, but you got to speak Spanish. If you go to Texas, it's still English, but you got to speak Spanish. It's mainly English. But then there's a lot of Spanish too, though. You're blessed. We're blessed. Because if you couldn't communicate back then, you just couldn't communicate, you know? This is the um, apostles about to receive the Holy Spirit with the, um, the new apostle Mathis minus Judas. So you got all 12 here. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost, 50, was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. They're all in Jerusalem. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. Now, excuse me if I don't got the drums going and the loud music going to amp you up. Okay, I'm, I apologize about that. We don't seem to have a piano with or organ player right now or a drummer right now. Sorry, read two again. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, Ruach, the Spirit of God, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. Now hold on, who's the each? The apostles. The apostles. Let's break some words down here real quick. And I'm going to read verse 3, then I'll break them down. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as fire, and it sat upon each of them. Now, I want you to write this down. I do not want you to forget this, okay? You don't see the word unknown mentioned at all, right? But they say in the, in the church and in the world that when someone's speaking in tongues, it is unknown. False. It is not unknown. It is not unknown at all. It's unknown to them because that's not the Holy Spirit. That is the Holy Ghost speaking. Okay? There's a difference. Okay, there's a difference. Trust me. It's a huge difference. It's not there. So the word clothing here, let's break this down. Cloven, it means distributed in many directions. Cloven means distributed in many directions, meaning it went out in many different directions. Amen? Now, then you have the word tongues here, and in the Greek you'll find it 1100. That's 1100 in your strongs. And it is glossé. Glossé. A language one naturally unacquired. A language one naturally unacquired. I mean, it's a language you don't speak. Amen? So I want, now that you have that understanding of what's going on here, I'm going to prove to you through the Spirit of God, without any confusion, that the only way this clothing tongue, this sacred, beautiful tongue, can be spoken is if everyone understands exactly what the Holy Spirit has to say. Amen? There's no, you can't do this. No one can do this. I can't speak um, Eminendi Danja, okay? That's, that is Korean, okay? That, and I just said to you what time it is. I asked you what time it was. If I didn't tell you, you wouldn't know, though, right? Because if I say to you, uno, dos, tres, right? 
Everyone understands that, right? Because we live in America. But if I say to you, Barash If, Al Harazita, right? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, period. Amen? If I say that to you, that's Hebrew, right? Only way you understand is if I translate it to you. Watch this. And that's a very important verse. To understand what's going on here. God's a communicator. He is a communicator. Satan's not. He's a confuser. Amen. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues. Now this word tongues here. Mm -mm -mm. What is tongues again? A language. Glossé. A language. One naturally unacquired, meaning you did not speak it, but you understood it because it's from the Holy Spirit. Amen. You don't speak. So you do not speak Korean. But if the Holy Spirit spoke through me and I had a whole bunch of Koreans in here, guess what? And I had to teach this word in Korean, it would come forth in Korean and you would understand it completely. That's the Holy Spirit. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, other languages. One that, that is um, one naturally unacquired as the Spirit gave them utterance. That's beautiful. My God, that's beautiful. And that can't be faked. So the Holy Spirit caused them to speak with tongues, glossé, a language one naturally unacquired, meaning it, you didn't speak it, but you understood it. And because it's from the Holy Spirit, everyone understood it. You can't fake that. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. The word of God don't lie. You have every nation. Let me give you a perfect picture, okay? It says every nation under heaven. The only place that has every nation under heaven every single day is the United Nations, okay? Now, if I was in the United Nations and every nation under heaven, every flag is there, every representative of every nation is there, and if I was to begin to have the Holy Spirit speak through me, they all would hear in their natural tongue, even down to the very dialect of how they were born and raised. That's the Holy Spirit. We're going to get into that word, dialect, too. It's pretty amazing. Verse 6. Now, when this was known abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded. They were stunned because that every man heard them speak in his own language. How is this possible? You got more. You got 12 apostles, right? 12. And they're filled with the Holy Spirit, and they're speaking in an, uh, um, an unacquired language, something that they do not speak in, that they don't even know. And it's clothing. It's going out in every direction, right? So that means everyone under the sun from every nation hears them, and they're hearing it like they've been speaking it in the very town that they were born in. You know how you go to a town and you get down? Say, say you go to Virginia. They speak a little country, right? Say you get to Alabama, they speak in 
real country, right? Say you go to Arkansas, they're speaking even more country. Say you go down to Louisiana and it's just gibberish. Meow, 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 meow. You don't know what they're saying, right? You don't understand it at all. But God understands every language, okay? Even the meow, 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 meow. He understands every single language. It's crazy. Only God. Only God. Verse 6 again. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. I love that. I love that verse. In his own language. So it was cloven, distributed in their own language. This word language is a little different though. I'm going to give it to you here, okay? I'm on This word language here in their own language. Where, right where it says own language, this word language is different. It's 1258. 1258. And it is delectos. Delectos. We get our word dialect from in the Greek. We get our word dialect from delectos in the Greek. Delectos. And it's, it's a, a mode of discourse from 1256. Now it changes to the prime. Delectos. A language tongues. So listen to what it's saying. So they heard their language and their very dialect that they spoke. Wow. That even means the way they speak. So let's break this down. If you got black people who only speak Ebonics, okay? If the Holy Spirit's going to speak, I don't know Ebonics like that. If I need the whole dictionary to understand it. If the Holy Spirit is speaking truth to them, he's going to speak in Ebonics if someone's there. That's God. They're going to hear it in the minds to the point where they understand it clearly. Clear as day. You can't fake that. That's down. It's even down to Patois. No, seriously. You can't fake that. You cannot fake that. And that's down to street Puerto Rican. Amen. You can't fake that. Can't fake it. But people try to fake it all the time because that's the Holy Ghost. And then they'd be like, oh, my God, she's speaking. She's uttering words no one understands. Yeah, that's the devil. That's a demon inside of that witch. That's exactly what that is. There's a witch inside of that demon and a demon inside of that witch. Okay? Get her out. <laughs> Get it out. It's evil. That's not of God. That's a mockery of God. You running around the church, your eyes going back in your head, and you... And you you're saying stuff looking like a crow? It's not of God. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one, one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? How do they know my language? How do they know my dialect? How, do they, how are they communicating to us this way? How is this possible? Let's explain. And how hear we every man in our own tongue? But when we were born, I just told you that, our own language and dialect. How, how do they know what we used to say? They're not from Europe. How do they know what we used, how we used to speak? How do they know? Because God does. And God's a communicator. Glory to God. 
That's who God is. He's a wonderful, wonderful communicator. That's the proof of the Holy Spirit. It's not unknown. You have not seen that word unknown yet, have you? It is not unknown. And when you do see it, I got I got a fix for it too. Because it's in Corinthians. I'm going to show it to you. It's a bad misprint. It's in italics. That means it was added by men so that it could carry better in understanding. But it actually messed everything up because it took the actual definition of the Greek manuscripts away. Took it away. But we're going to put it back. So what you're reading here is the proof of the Holy Spirit. It's not unknown to everyone, but contrary, known and clear to all. Known and clear to all, amen? There's proof from Yahweh. So imagine someone, again, speaking at the United Nations, speaking without an interpreter, right? That's the key there. People, people need an interpreter, right or wrong? Say peanut butter, no. Right? People need an interpreter. You understand what I'm saying to you? That's Yahweh. Only Yahweh. That's his spirit. Mankind cannot do this. Satan will try to duplicate, but for those with truth, it only looks fake. Okay? It only looks fake. And that's the truth. That's the honest truth. So you telling me I never spoke in the spirit? I never spoke in tongues? I don't have the Holy Spirit? That's exactly what I'm telling you. Get over yourself. Get over yourself. Leave room for God to come in so that you actually can do it. Leave room for understanding. Leave room for growth. Leave room for love. Leave room for peace of mind. Not for confusion. God loves you. Let's figure out who's here. These people from all over the world. Verse 9. Parthenians. These are people from India. They have their own language, right? Mm. They're freaking out. They're like, how is this man speaking our language? That, that's what's going on. They're like, God loves me? He does. He absolutely loves you. That's why he's speaking to you. And Medes, you know what the Medes are, right? Huh? Some of the smartest people ever to exist. The Medes. You've heard of the pyramids of the Medes, right? Yeah. Very smart. The Medes, it's Middle East. The Elamites. The um, Elamites is the, means eternity. The dwellers of Mesopotamia. And in Judea. And Cappadocia. And Pontus. And Asia. Listen now. That's the Orient. I just named the Orient. Okay. I named the Turkish Empire. Figria, okay? I just named Asia Minor because it's different from Asia, from the Orient. Asia Minor is different. Watch this. Figria, Pamphylia, in Egypt, and in the parts of Libya, about Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews, and proselytes. Look at now. You got Africa, you got Rome, you got Egypt, you got Greece, you got the Arabians. Every race on earth at this time is there for Pentecost. Every race on earth at this time is there for Pentecost. That, you know how many languages they're speaking? 
You know how many languages is growing out in the very dialect? It's clothing. It's distributed in many directions. It's a tongue glacé. A language one naturally unacquired they're speaking and then it goes down to 1258 even down to the very dialect 1256 meaning heard in their own language street language if there was slang to their language the Holy Spirit spoke it as well somebody say wow that's amazing that's absolutely amazing it's absolutely amazing 11. Creeds and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues, in our tongues, the wonderful works of God. They're trying to understand this. They can't get it. They're like, this is crazy. That either they're geniuses or, and they weren't, they were not genius. Peter was a fisherman. Most of them were fishermen. The real genius was Paul. He ain't joined them yet. Amen. Because he spoke like eight languages. Twelve. And they were all amazed and were in doubt. There's always some. Saying one to another, what meaneth this? Others mocking. These men are full of new wine. You know you always got people who mock, right? What? That's sad. People always got something to say. Really, really sad. Watch this. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunk, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. Let's get even more into how great the Holy Spirit is. Peter has the Holy Spirit on him, okay? You got people in the audience. He's with the he's with the eleven. He's with the twelve, right? He's away from the crowd of the audience. He's listening to everybody stunned by what's going on. He's he hears them through the spirit saying, These people are drunk. He hears it. He knows it. He knows it. Ooh. 15. For these are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. It's only 9 a.m. and it's against the law. To drink that early. It's only 9 a.m. What a way to start your day, right? But this is that which was spoken by Joel the prophet. And it shall come to pass in the last days. This, this is a, um, a beautiful term here. This is that. It means this is the example of what Joel the prophet spoke concerning the last days. That's what that means. This is that. Remember, we read this in the book of Joel. Say of God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Beautiful. It's really beautiful. They will dream dreams. I will pour out my spirit upon male and female. Upon male and female. Upon male and female. Upon male and female. Okay? Upon male and female. God's not leaving the female out. Like most people want to. 
God wants us to focus. Eighteen. And on my servants and on my handmaids, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. What days? We know what days because Christ told us. This can only happen when? Six trump, six seal, six vial. Right before the true Christ returns at the seventh trump. That's when this is going to happen. Not before. This was the example God gave. And only God's elect will speak. Because they have the Holy Spirit and the Spirit will speak through them. 19. And I will show wonders in heaven and above. And signs in the earth beneath. Blood, fire, and vapor, and smoke. This reminds me of Mount St. Helen in Seattle. Where it erupted in the early 80s. And there was a picture. The smoke created a picture of a demon. Of a demon. Of a demon. And that very same week, what were they doing? What were the um, the nations doing? They were trying to come together to get a one world system, but they just couldn't agree. They were trying back in 83, but they could not agree to get that one world system. So they had to split apart. That's a sign. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord. There you go. Right before the seventh trump. When Christ returns. 21. And it shall come to pass. That whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. Now how do you call upon the name of the Lord? Can you just say Jesus saved me? No. You can't. You can't just say Jesus saved me. To call upon the name of the Lord. You must know that he who is here first. At the sixth trump is a fake. Then you can call upon the name of the Lord. Period. So that means that. After the delivering up of God's elect, after the Holy Spirit speaks through them, after you hear and you accept whatever the Holy Spirit says, because you know it to be true. It says in the book of Matthew 24, it talks about how even the gainsayers won't fight against what they hear from the Holy Spirit. Those who try to discredit God their whole life, they, when they hear the Holy Spirit speak, they will not have nothing to say. So, what I want you to know is this, okay? Is that God's word is true. There's no lie. There's no unknown here. God's elect will be delivered up. Joe spoke of it. Peter just um, reiterating what Joe said from the book of Joe. And those people who God trusts and who God love will have the Holy Spirit speak through them. And there's no, there's no faking that. You can't fake that. I just gave you direct proof from the manuscripts, from the companion Bible, from the Strongs. I gave you direct proof from God. There's no confusion behind that. None. Let's go to Acts 10 for even more proof. See, it's just not for Israel. It's for the Gentiles as well. Acts 10, 44. We're almost done, by the way. We got one more place after this. Acts 10, 44. Remember when Peter, God said, don't call anything that I make clean, don't call uncommon. Don't call unclean. Remember that? In Acts 10. 
And then he went back to Jerusalem and the very people in Jerusalem in the temple were like, how dare you have dinner with Gentiles and everything else? So here we go. So Acts 10 verse 44. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Spirit fell on all them which heard these words. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's for whoever will. If you love God enough and you truly are one with God and trying to be one with God, the Spirit's coming to you. He will find you. For they heard them speak with tongues. Again, what's, this, what's that word tongues again? In the Greek, 1100, glossé, a language one naturally unacquired. Glossé. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Spirit? As well as we. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry for certain days. I want you to see, God wants you to see that it's not just for the Gentiles. It's not just for Israel. It's for whomsoever will. It's for the Gentiles as well. If you're God's elect, if you're hearing me, God's Holy Spirit speaking to you. That's the only way you can hear me. That is the only way you can hear me, is if God's Holy Spirit is speaking to you, period. You may have a destiny. You may have a true calling in God. I know that since she was in church, since she was a kid, and your parents dragged you here and dragged you there to these churches, these falsehood churches, trying to seek God, you've known your whole life that there's more to God's word. You've known that, and you... And I know you understand that. And if you can hear me, what I'm saying to you, you have a high probability that you are God's elect, probably. Let's close out 1 Corinthians 14. 1 Corinthians 14. Here's where things get a little sticky. 1 Corinthians 14, 1. And it reads, in closing, follow after charity. Charity is love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. The word prophesy here is to teach. Teach with edification. That's the highest gift to be able to teach. To edify, to cause those that hear to grow in God. Amen. That's the highest gift you could have. Teaching. Read it again. Follow out the charity, which is love, desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy, teach, edify with edification, so that people can grow and get closer to God and Jesus Christ and receive the Spirit too. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue. Here's our italics. Here's our italics. Okay, you see him right there, right? These are in italics. And what that means is that means it was added so that it can carry over better. That's what that means. But it actually hurts the scripture because it's not carrying over at all. 
because it didn't explain anything at all when they tried to carry it over. So let's give it to you the way the manuscripts gave it to those who have a closer walk with God. So the word here, unknown tongue, is foreign tongue. Foreign tongue. It even goes all the way back to glacé, a language one naturally unacquired. Okay? One naturally unacquired. Foreign tongues, that's how we're going to read these. For he that speaketh in a foreign tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, how, how be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. He speaks mysteries in the spirit. It's a mystery to you because you don't understand it. It's not a mystery unto God because God understands all languages. Three, but he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Listen, if they can't understand you, you can't help them. Right or wrong? If someone doesn't understand, if I'm in a church, okay, and I'm saying Jesus, 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 but the church is all Spanish. I need to know how to say Jesus, Jesus, Jesus with the very same fire. Amen? Because if I can't do that, they can't get it. Right? It's a mess. He that speaketh in a foreign tongue edifieth himself. But he that prophesieth edifieth the church to build, to grow, to glorify God. I would that ye all speak with foreign tongues, foreign languages, but rather that ye prophesied, for greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with God with tongues, except he interpreted that the church may receive edification, understanding. Amen? So you got a lot of people who fake it. And I guarantee you anyone who is speaking in a tongue and they say, but whoa, whoa, whoa. Or, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know what they say. I don't know what they say. Okay. But what I do know is that it's fake. And it's not of God. It's of the devil. And it's been of the devil. It's going to remain of the devil because that's not God's Holy Spirit at all. And no one understands them. And then for some reason, a chain reaction begins to take place and everyone else begins to do it too. It's all about edifying. It's all about growing. Watch this. Six. Now, brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues, a foreign language, what shall I profit you except I shall speak to you either by revelation or by knowledge or by prophesying or by doctrine? If I cannot, if I can't teach you the word of God, and edify you in your own language. I'm no good to you. So Paul's saying, I'm no good to you at all. Seven. And even things without life giving sound, whether pipe or harp, except they give distinction in the sound, and meaning in the notes even, because we just name instruments. How shall ye, how shall it be known 
whether it's piped or harped. Now, there's a battle cry, okay? If war's coming, it's... Right? War's coming. If they don't understand that in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, or the Marines, guess what's going to happen? They're going to get got, right? They're going to get got. Oh, you still asleep? There's a bomb coming, dude. You still asleep, really? If an alarm goes off, okay? And you don't understand what the alarm is, right? Everyone knows, there's a cop or ambulance or fire. Right or wrong? That means there's an emergency somewhere, right? But what if you don't understand that? What if you don't get that? You see how bad that could be? It could be very bad, right? Eight. For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself? To the battle. He can't because he played the wrong notes. <laughs> You're messed up, right? Like, I, I thought that was the lunch cry. Nah, bro. Yeah, you about to be full of bullets for real. <laughs> so, likewise, ye, except ye utter by the tongue words easy to be understood, how shall it be known what is spoken? Question. For ye shall speak into the air, just like you're speaking in the air. It's just like you're speaking in the air. And that's a problem, amen? You got to communicate. Ten. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices, languages in the world. And none of them is without signification. So each language it's for a group of people, amen? And if a group of people can understand their language, if I'm trying to teach someone the word of God with the fire of the spirit, and I'm not that group of people, I need the Holy Spirit or an interpreter to interpret what I'm trying to say so they can receive the gift and the goodness of God, amen? I'm not going to start laying on the floor and speaking and gyrating and do all this other stuff. And then when the song goes over, I get up like, no one's doing that, okay? 11. Therefore, if I know not the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto him that speaketh a barbarian. And he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. There's someone talking. Even so ye, for as much as ye are zealous for spiritual gifts, seek that ye may excel in edifying of the church and teaching. Teaching, again, is the greatest gift there is unless you're able to teach in many languages, languages with an interpreter. 13. Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown, a foreign tongue, pray that he may interpret, he or her may interpret. And that's the good, that's the power of the Holy Spirit because and that's why when God's elect's delivered up, God interprets. Amen? He interprets. We don't. He says, don't even part your lips or don't even think about what you want to say because it's not what I want to say. And I want to say it to everyone in the world. Glory to God. For if I pray in an unknown, a foreign tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. I'm not helping anyone if they don't understand. Amen? What is it then? Question. 
I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. All things with the Spirit. Else, when thou shalt bless with the Spirit, how shall he that occupieth the room of the unlearned say amen at the giving of thanks? Seeing he understandeth not what thou sayest. You can't even say thank you. You can't even say amen after I'm done doing prayer if you don't understand me. Because I can literally say, I'm giving grace. I'm doing grace right now. The food, once you begin to eat it, will make you sleepy and you may not wake up considering the amount of poison that we placed inside of the food. Amen. And I go, oh, amen. No, it ain't amen. You need to understand exactly what I'm saying to you, right? Let's get up and walk out. For thou verily givest thanks, well, but, but the other is not edified. It's about edifying. I thank my God I speak with tongues more than all ye. He spoke like eight languages. He spoke Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek, street Greek. He spoke Spanish. He spoke Rome. This is Paul we're speaking of. He spoke broken Hebrew and a whole bunch of other. He, he, Paul was the man. He was the smartest of all the apostles. He studied hard. 19. Yet in the church, I had rather speak five words with my understanding that by my voice I might teach others also than 10,000 words and in foreign tongue. Simple as that, right? It's simple as that. Why do they make this so hard? You know, it behooves me. Why, why do you make it so hard? Oh, I forgot because you're prideful. That's why they want to feel like they're close to God. So they want to speak in an unknown tongue and look as dumb as they possibly can when they do it. I get it. Brethren, be not children in understanding. Nope. Be grown as heck and understanding. Amen. Howbeit in malice be ye children, but in understanding be men, women of God. In the law it is written, with men of other tongues, other languages, and other lips, other voices, will I speak unto this people. And yet for all that will they not hear me, saith the Lord. Wow. Even when God's speaking in their language. People are so prideful. People are so stubborn. They still won't hear God. They still won't hear him. Wherefore tongues are for a sign. Not to them that believe. But to them that believe not. You get it? We know what's going on. We know how it's going down. But it's for the people who don't believe. So that they can come in and believe. Amen. But prophesying. Serveth not. For them that believe not, but for them which believe. Yes, prophesying serveth for those people who believe. So if I'm teaching you the truth, you must believe the truth. Amen. I can't go to someone and teach someone. God is amazing. I can't go to someone and teach someone who don't know this truth because they're not going to understand a word that I'm saying. The only time that they will understand this truth is when I'm delivered up before the synagogue of Satan or one of God's elect and the Holy Spirit speaks through in that clothing tongue and they will hear in their own natural dialect. Then they will understand because God's doing the interpreting. 
Glory to God. Therefore, the whole church become together into one place and all speak with tongues. Oh, imagine that. Imagine being in a church where everyone is a sprint to the tongue race. It's a sprint to speaking in the Holy Spirit tongues. Imagine that, right? When everyone's jumping around and acting a fool. That's called church today. That's what goes on in churches today. People standing up, walking around, sprinting up and down the aisles, speaking in tongues. How da 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 dosha? How da 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 dosha? How da 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 dosha? Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. For real, just shut up. I don't understand it. What are you doing? Let God speak. Amen. Nobody care what you got to say. Dilla dilla dosha. Nobody cares. What is that? What is dilla dilla dosha? I swear I heard someone one time. Say, we're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. He is a wonderful wizard and everything there was. I remember I heard him, I, I, I heard one person say that. And then they all started to do it. <laughs> it's just a mess. It's just a mess. My, my wife would tell me, because she grew up in a Pentecost church, and she would tell me, she would say, first lady, she would say, the people in my church when I was little, they used to go, coming in the Honda, leaving in the Cadillac. <laughs> A straight mess. A straight mess. That's your desire. You drove with a holly, you're leaving the Cadillac. Wow. Uncomfortable, right? Coming in, let me say it fast though. You gotta say it in tongues. Coming in on the living in the Cadillac. You gotta say it, you gotta say it, you gotta say it in tongues. <laughs> it's hilarious. 23. And therefore the whole church be come together in one place and all speak with tongues. And there come in those that are unlearned and unbelievers. How are you supposed to help them? Will they not say that ye are mad? Yeah, people with common sense will be like, yo, this church is crazy. We need to get out of here. Oh, you staying, mama? Bye, mama. I have dinner ready when you get home. <laughs> because listen, never mind. Here we go. <laughs> but if all prophesy, and there come in one that believeth not, or one unlearned, he or she is convinced of all, and is judged of all. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest. See, if they're just speaking in tongues, they're not doing anything. But if one prophesy, and that unbeliever comes in, and that unlearned person comes in, he's going to hear what they're saying because now they're edifying this person. It ain't no confusion going on. It's not a, it's not a, a tent with monkeys inside, people running around acting a fool. He could actually learn something. He could get conviction to change his heart towards God, 25. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. That's the whole goal. Praise God. 26. Now, how is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you hath a psalm, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue, hath a revelation, hath an interpretation. 
Let all things be done unto edification, unto edifying. You know what's funny? They had the same problems back then that they have today in churches. The same exact problems they had back then that they have today in churches. It's mad, right? It's crazy, right? Everybody want to get from the pulpit and say something. Everybody want to teach. Well, I got a story. You don't. You just don't. My wife, she was the first lady would make me, she would say, babe, you cannot go to the falsehood church and disrupt them. You have to just let them be. I said, babe, I'm about to go up in this church and throw rocks at everybody because it's bad what they're doing. It's evil. It's evil. It's not of God. It's not of God at all. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, a foreign language, let it be by two or by the most three, that by course, and let one interpret. So let one person interpret everything that the other person saying. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silent in the church. Why? Because no one's being edified. Amen? And let him speak to himself and to God. Let the prophets speak two or three and let the one judge. If anything be revealed to another that sitteth by, let the first hold his peace. For ye, for ye may all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be comforted. And the spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you. To teach this truth. Those who are set aside and called from the first earth age to teach this truth to face Antichrist and this final generation. It's so beautiful the way God's word works, the way his Holy Spirit works, the fact that there's no confusion, there's no lie. There was nothing confusion about this message. There was no confusion at all. It was clear. It was plain. It was simple, but it was powerful. It was extremely powerful because the truth always is powerful. Be set free. Remember to stand in the grace of God because that's where he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All glory and praise to the Father and the Son. I take credit for nothing. In Jesus' name, amen. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.